guys, welcome to the Take a Seat, Not a Side podcast with your hosts, Kelsey and Brian. This is the podcast where we ask you to take a seat, but not a side. Unless it's mine. No, mine. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello, everybody. Those last two lives were pretty sweet, hey? Yeah, I really like doing these challenges. I think they're really different. And like I was saying before, this is stuff that you can't do on the podcast because how are you going to verbally do a pancake challenge, you know? I never would have guessed in a thousand years I would have voted for Diet Right uh, more than Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi. We talked so much smack on Diet Right, and then it ended up being our favorite. We actually poured out the rest of them besides the Diet Coke and the Diet Right, Uh, but I had the Diet Right last night, and maybe it's because it's been a few days, but it kind of tasted weird. I think I'm back to not liking it. Two liters are so tricky. Like, I don't know anybody who's like, I prefer my Diet Coke through a two liter because they go flat after like two days, not even. Since the last time that we recorded, uh, we didn't talk about this on the live either, or we might have, but the NCAA tournament ended, and Kelsey and I each won a bracket. The So if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, every Wednesday we go live, and we just do like a small little, um, we had a pancake cook-off two weeks ago. This past week we had a diet cola challenge, or we had to guess what colas that we liked better, and um so we're talking about diet right beat what we thought was our favorite cola um but before march madness happened kelsey filled out a bracket live and i submitted that exact bracket into a pool with 25 of our friends 20 dollar entries and kelsey took first place won 260 bucks Woohoo! go beavers you doubted me the beavers didn't win the tournament yeah but they're probably one of the reasons that my bracket did best because nobody else had them going as far as mm, I did. That's true. That's true. Um, Today's episode is going to probably bore some of you that do not care about superheroes or superhero movies. But we are really, we are probably unhealthily, is that a word? We are probably, we have an unhealthy level of excitement to do this. We've been waiting all week since we made these lists. Um, we are having a superhero draft. Real quick, though, before we get into it, can we please carry on a discussion that we started earlier today real fast? Oh, anytime we me and Kelsey argue about something, she says, save that energy for the podcast. We're walking the dog, and we took a turn down our cul-de-sac, and I said, it smells like a beach. And then I said, oh, it smells like a wet beach. And then I was like, wait, all beaches are wet. And you were like, no, a beach is dry. So the question is, sand, well, no, it's not even a question. It's a discussion. Sand alone is not a beach. And water alone is not a beach. They have to be together. So is a beach dry or is it wet? And I'm still of the opinion that 
the beach part of the beach. beach, I guess. <laughs> the beach part of the beach is the sand. A beach is not wet. A beach can be wet if the water, you know, creeps up on it. But uh, the beach is sand. Like, if you say, I'm going to the beach, that doesn't mean that you're getting wet. If you stay on the sand, you're not wet. Beach, the beach is dry. But a beach is an overall place. So part of the beach is wet. No, the beach is at the lake. The lake is wet. The ocean is wet. The beach is at the ocean. But the beach isn't wet. Unless, I mean, okay, I backtrack again. The, the beach can be wet. But the water isn't the beach. It's part of the beach. And this is the stuff that we argue about. <laughs> Sorry. Back to the superheroes. Back to the reason you're all here. But this will be carried on later. <laughs> so before we uh, decided to make our lists for the superhero draft, we wanted to watch the... Um, and we had talked about this before. We wanted to watch the new Justice League that came out. Um, the Zack Snyder cut of the justice league uh that is the four hour version of the movie they released back in i think 2017 the original wasn't that good my biggest beef was that that you didn't um get a really good backstory on some of the characters and you really didn't get a backstory at all on steppenwolf which was the villain um and that was i don't i might have talked about that on the podcast actually but that's one of my biggest um edges that i give to marvel is that their characters have really good backstories and they have a lot of uh what do you call it gus when you like the movies or like an origin story yeah a lot of them have good origin movies and the villains you have a reason to hate them they don't they're not just there to be evil like they there's characteristics about them that you don't like and you see their side of the story but it usually sucks or it's usually you know bad evil if I remember the original Justice League, like Steppenwolf was just there and the bad guy, and you didn't know anything about him besides that he was there and bad. Um, the new movie, Steppenwolf, was like you kind of get. I don't want to say you 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 feel for him, but you you know why he's such a dick, and you know why he has the purpose that he has. I feel like they approached it kind of like Endgame a little bit, where the villain kept showing up throughout the movie and going to different places. So it wasn't just like, okay, here's one final battle where you really get to see the villain. It was like, here's this small battle, here's this small battle. You can see his plan kind of developing. And so it makes more sense in the end when you see like their tactic on how they're going to try to take him down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, actually, I would say it has like a really big infinity war where they're, he's collecting the stones for the gauntlet. I guess he does that in end game too, but it has that kind of vibe. Um, but I don't even think that we get introduced to dark side, which is like his, his ruler, um, you know, the evil ruler. I don't think we get introduced to dark side in the, in the first one. And if we do, it's barely, but in the new one, we see Darkseid a lot, and we realize that Steppenwolf is just a, a means to the end for Darkseid. That Steppenwolf, he feels like he needs to collect all these boxes, um, you know, end the world, whatever, um, for his superior. Whereas in the original, it's just like, okay, this dude's being a dick. He's, he's just a dick. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you said, he's serving him. Like, And then once he does all the hard work for him, it's like, okay, you've served your purpose. Like, 
spoiler alert, we're going to put a major spoiler alert on this because I'm sure we're going to say things that are going to give things away. Um, but he basically, uh, he smashes him like a bug in the end. Like, okay, bye, peasant. Like, And then not just the villain, even the heroes get more of a backstory. Flash gets more of a backstory with his father, um, Cyborg. I mean, all that Cyborg stuff. You you meet his dad a little bit in the original, but not like that. So um, you get more connected to them, too. I mean, the Batman story was obviously there the whole time. I think the Wonder Woman story was mostly there in the original. Um, well, and Wonder Woman had her own movie. So if you wanted more of a backstory on her, you could just refer to that. But I don't think they've came out with a new Flash movie yet. I mean, they have Flash, the TV show, I think. But, like, Flash hasn't gotten his own movie. Um, Batman, obviously, we all know or- origin story on that. Superman, we all know the origin story on that. Uh, no, Cyborg didn't get one. Flash didn't get one. And the Aquaman origin story didn't come out until after the original Justice League. Um, but I, a lot of the Aquaman scenes were in the original because they, this a lot of the scenes get used again in the new one, so you can be like, oh yeah, I remember that, I remember that. Back to Cyborg, something that made me laugh because I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't remember. I've seen the original one, but it's been so long that I wasn't able to really remember a lot about it. And I asked Brian at one point, I was like, wait, Cyborg, he's a good guy, right? And you went, yeah, he's good. He's just crabby. <laughs> That made me laugh because it's such a perfect description of him as a character until the end, of course. But So I wrote down a couple of things because I feel like sometimes when I give movie reviews, I don't have like a clear thought process. And I want to like get a couple of things out there because I know a lot of girls are probably like, oh, my gosh, my boyfriend or husband wants me to watch a four hour long Justice League movie. I will say this. It doesn't seem like four hours. Like, we broke it up only because, obviously, we work, and then we get home from work, and we didn't have time to sit there and watch a four-hour movie once we've worked out, taken care of the dog, eaten dinner, just not enough time. But you could sit down and watch this movie, and it wouldn't seem like it was dragging at any point. One of the things that Brian pointed out is that Zack Snyder, he does a lot of slow motion, and people keep making jokes like, oh, if we didn't have as much slow motion in this movie, it could have been a three-hour-long movie. I feel like it was needed at certain points, and I feel like there wasn't maybe one or two slow motion moments where I was like, okay, this is a little much, but like when they would do the flash scenes in slow motion, if you don't do them in slow motion, he's a flash, you know what I mean? You're just going to see a guy running really quickly. You won't even see him. Like, you'll just see a flash, and that'll be him. I feel like that was really cool to kind of see those moments slowed down. There was a couple action moments that were cooler because they were slowed down. I don't feel like that was used too much, personally. Well, even the Wonder Woman, she's super fast. Superman's super fast. So, like, when they when they do their thing, I think it's kind of cool to see it in slow motion because they are moving. Like, the world is slow motion to them when they're moving like that. And it's an impact moment. It's like, wow, cool, look at that. Like, look at that spin move she did. I don't think it was used too much by any means. I really love the Flash character. I think he's hilarious. He kind of brought, like, that Marvel comedy to the movie. Um, Really crappy what the actor did off set, but doesn't take away from the fact that the character is really funny. Sorry, these are my notes. 
Also, in Cyborg's, like, backstory, how we find out what he became and how he became it, they're actually at a football game beforehand, and Gotham City is playing Wisconsin. Yeah, Gotham City is the college football team in Gotham, and they're playing the Wisconsin Badgers, which is kind of cool. It's kind of funny, like, of all the teams. Um, I wonder if the, I wonder if Zach is, like, from Wisconsin or has some association with him. Maybe. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, Wonder Woman is a, excuse my language, a badass. Absolute badass. I don't care what anyone says. She holds her own. And she's 5,000 years old. That's pretty funny. Oh, somebody was like, oh, maybe she's into younger guys. And the guy was like, oh, she's 5,000 years old. Every guy is young. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One more thing I wanted to say, too. Um... Some of the action scenes reminded me of, like, a video game a little bit. That gave me a little bit of a headache, I'm not going to lie. But, you know, preference thing. I know his 300 movie was pretty much all video game style with all the CGI and stuff. So I know that's his style, but I only noticed it really in, like, the like the battle scenes that it really bothered me a little bit. Yeah, the fight scenes were very 300-like in terms of, like, the slow motion and the angles that they would use. but it's. I like it. It's different. I like it. Two more things. Batman took all the credit for getting them together, which is a little messed up. Like over and over again. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, this is why I brought you together. Every chance he had, he patted himself on the back for bringing people together. Dude, we get it. Chill. Literally drink every time Batman brags about himself. Drunk. Absolutely drunk. Two more things. Sorry, I took a lot of notes. I really wanted to remember things. I mean, it's a four-hour-long movie. Ben Affleck as Batman is just a no for me, personally. I mean, to each their own. He was okay in this movie, but overall, mm. But not only that, I didn't really like this Batman. Like, they made a point. Like, I get it. Batman doesn't have superpowers, but they made that point clear over and over again that Batman's just kind of like a little... uh like a toddler playing it amongst men. But the actual Batman, like, would never think that way and would never just come out and say, like, yeah, I get it. I am weaker than you. And in the end, he was, like, once again, excuse my language, but he was a badass in the end. But, like, the whole other part of the movie, he's like, I'm just rich. That's my superpower. Boo, 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 boo. Like, Wonder Woman would be much more successful in a metal onesie. I did put that in here. Think about it. She's got so much exposed skin in that outfit. Her skin is not bulletproof. Someone needs to remind her. I'll do the honors. Do you think Wonder Woman listens to our podcast? Are you out there, Diana? Can you hear me? Steppenwolf was like a complete body armor. His entire outfit was body armor. She gave me anxiety at some points. I'm like, girlfriend... Wear some sweatpants. You're going to get hit. Probably wouldn't be able to move as easily, but regardless. My final complaint. I am so sorry to anyone who disagrees, but we did not need Jared Leto, Joker, in the end of this movie. I feel like it was a nice, like, it would have been like a nice surprise, like, (gasps) if he wasn't such a terrible Joker. 
I'm sorry. Even the laugh that people like recreate and they think it's so cool. He just doesn't compare. I know no one's probably ever going to compare to Heath Ledger, but like Joaquin Phoenix was really cool in the origin story because he wasn't really having to be like an action movie villain. So he did a great job. But Jared Leto, remember that movie we just watched, uh, The Little Things? Jared Leto's Joker in the end scene there basically was just his The Little Things character with green hair. And that's not cool. Like, the Joker needs to be the Joker and not creepy Jared Leto. Even the writing that they gave him, like his dialogue, it makes no sense. It's like he's supposed to make such little sense because he's so crazy. But, like, I got nothing out of it. Yeah, that scene definitely could have cut the movie down to 3.55 instead of four hours. Yeah, there's just no need for that scene. I think they just wanted, like, that punch at the end. Like, ooh, look who else we have in our movie. But I actually, at first, I got really excited. Brian was like, no, Kelsey. But I thought they CGI'd Heath Ledger back into the movie. Because, like, the backside of him kind of looked like Heath Ledger. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that would be epic. But of course not. They brought back one of the worst Jokers. <laughs> all right. Now, before our recap of the Justice League gets longer than the actual Justice League four-hour-long movie, uh, I just want to plug, um, we're also caught up with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is the Marvel series that's out right now. And we're not going to talk about that at all because I don't want to spoil any of that. But watch it. It is very good. Um, I'm liking it better than WandaVision so far which I also thought was good, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, um, yeah, sweet. Watch it. Ladies, if nothing else, Anthony, was it Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan. It's not a bad view. Okay, and we will now segue into our draft. So the way that we did this, we started with Marvel. We wanted to keep it separate. And by Marvel, we pretty much kept it to the Avengers movies. So we didn't use any X-Men characters. and We didn't use any characters from, like, the Fantastic Four. Um, we, and we might down the road because there's a lot of characters from those shows that we can use. Uh, but, we, there, I mean, there's just so many Avengers that we just kept it to that. So we did six tiers of Avengers or people from the Avengers movies. And we broke each tier into four heroes. And we're going to do this. Um, we're going to flip a coin here and one of us will draft first and you only get to pick one person from each tier. So if I pick first, I'll go, I'll pick someone from tier one and then Kelsey does. And then Kelsey picks someone from tier two and then I do. And then so on and so forth. Uh, we left it at four because I'm wondering if anyone listening can build a better team from people that we didn't draft. And then should I go ahead and explain DC too? Yes. DC will be the second portion of the draft that we do. Um, We struggled with a little bit with DC, and maybe that comes down to us just not being educated enough about DC characters, possibly. But what we decided to do with that, because they have so many good villains that we feel like they had to be included. Um, So we did tiers one through three are superheroes. Heroes, whatever you want to call them. Okay, no, they're superheroes. I, if they don't have superpowers, they're still superheroes. 
Kelsey's got this thing where she thinks that a superhero that doesn't have enhanced powers isn't a superhero. No. Like, Falcon is a superhero. Batman is a superhero. I don't care that they they can't fly by themselves. They have to use gadgets. They're superheroes. I'm going to shut you down right now because I agree with you. I agree with you. But somebody once told me that I can't consider Batman a Superman, a superhero. I can't consider Batman a superhero. On their podcast, they can have a hero draft. We are having a superhero draft and Batman is in it. I agree with you. All right. No more stipulations. We don't need to take a side. I take your side. But somebody was once like, if he didn't have his gadgets, he wouldn't be super. But he does have his gadgets, so he's super. I didn't finish, though, because we got an argument where I'm on your side, bro. I'm on your side. DC, first three tiers are heroes. Superheroes. Oh, my gosh, Brian. You almost shot Superman lasers out of your eyes at me at that one. Number four and five are villains. And number six are our four top people from Suicide Squad. And in, I think like in the comics, the Suicide Squad guys are all villains um, or like anti-heroes. In Suicide Squad, they play the role of like the heroes. So I don't know. I don't know if you want to call them heroes or villains or. I think you get to know them and you realize through their origin stories that they're not actually terrible people. They've just been put in terrible circumstances. Good way to put it. All right. So we're going to do Marvel first and let's flip our coin. All right. We did a coin toss off podcast. I guess you'd call it off mic. And I won. So I go first. Tier one. Scarlet Witch. Doctor Strange. Captain Marvel. And Thor. I'm going to pick. Oh, Brian's about to be so mad. Scarlet Witch. And tell them why. It's your favorite. She's not, though. And you left my favorite. When you said you're going to take Scarlet Witch, I thought you were going to take my favorite, but you didn't. But why do you want the Scarlet Witch? Because she's really powerful. And I think she only really understands, like, half of her power. She's just going to get stronger and stronger. Now, if you watched WandaVision with me, you'd have a little bit more to say about that. Look, I gave you Justice League, and I gave you... Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So you are right that Wanda is super powerful. In fact, this entire this entire tier is very powerful. And I don't think there's a bad pick in the group, but there is a best pick cuz there's only one of these characters that really works well with the team, and it happens to be my favorite character in all of Marvel, and that is Doctor Strange. Wanda is kind of a loose cannon and works by herself a lot. Captain Marvel disappeared for almost the entire Endgame. Thor disappeared for almost the entire Infinity War. But Doctor Strange doesn't. He's a team player. We're both in a team, mind you. He's a team player. Even without the Infinity Stone, the Time Stone, he is insanely powerful. But you give him the Time Stone and he might be the most powerful person in the universe. 
Are you insulting my team? I don't think the pick was bad. I don't think the pick was bad. You can't go wrong in this tier. It just wasn't who I think is the best pick in the tier. I mean, but can we both agree that Captain Marvel, not a team player? No, for sure. She's super powerful too, but I don't think I would put her on a team of six. I'm really insulted. All right, who do we got for tier two? Tier two. Vision. Hulk. Iron Man. And Loki. And Brian goes first with this tier. Oh, man. I don't want to insult any of them until after you pick, so I know which one to insult. <laughs> There's pros and cons to all four of these. I think I might play a little defense here. I think I'm going to go with Vision so you can't pair Wanda and Vision together. And that's okay with me because I don't need any romantic relationships happening on my team. It just complicates things. What if they break up? Then we got a huge issue on our hands. Yeah, I, I'll go with Vision. I'm glad you said that because you said I didn't have any leadership on my team. So I'm going to take Iron Man. He's a fantastic leader. And if I need anything, he can just make it. Hmm. Yeah, I know that's a good pick too. And that's kind of why I couldn't pick Loki. It would have been nice to have a, you know, a god on my team. But Loki is part evil and I'd be worried that he would kind of fight for himself and not the team. Um, The Hulk... Before, before Endgame, the Hulk was, again, another loose cannon. When he hulked out, he kind of did his own thing. Uh, and then the Endgame Hulk was kind of soft. So it really came down to Iron Man and Vision for me. Uh, I just went with, like I said, I was 50-50 on it. I went Vision to play a little defense. I didn't want you having Vision and Wanda together. That doesn't seem like a smart choice on my end. So, I think the Hulk and Scarlet Witch would work okay together but i think he's too in his feelings like he goes from i don't care i'll hulk out whenever i want to i can't become the hulk because i'm too dangerous like he can't really decide what he wants to do with it so mm. for those of you that haven't that have no idea what we're talking about wanda and the scarlet witch are the same person i keep calling her wanda wanda maximoff is her name and then her superhero name is the scarlet witch so same person so, so far, your team is the Scarlet Witch and Iron Man. And I have Doctor Strange and Vision. Yep. And it's back to being my pick first. You ready? Yep. Tier three. Tier three. Captain America. The Winter Soldier. Spider-Man. And Black Panther. Man, we did a good job making these tiers, hey? Mm -hmm. This is, that's a tough tier. I think, mm. this is really hard, actually. I feel like this is the hardest tier. They are all pretty balanced in terms of strength. I feel like if I pick one, I have a feeling I know who you're going to pick. And I feel like they wouldn't battle each other well. If I pick one that I want to pick, 
he has such a leadership mentality that I think he's going to bump heads with another leader that I've already recruited on my team. I'm going to actually... I'm going to take an interesting step here, and I'm actually going to go with Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man and Iron Man work really well together. Phenomenal. That's a, that's a very good pairing. And I need the team to work well. And I know you know who I'm talking about. And if they are not on the same team, they're not going to work well. Oh, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Because they're best friends. They're not going to fight each other. They have too much love between them. So I'm going to go with Spider-Man. And I feel like I just caught a huge break because I feel like Captain America might be an inch above everyone there just in terms of being part of the team. I feel like Black Panther, Bucky, Bucky, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, and Captain America, the three of them are all pretty even in terms of ability and strength. Um, I feel like Spider-Man might be a little bit below them. I'm not insulting your team. Stop insulting my team. No, I think the pick was really good. Pairing Spider-Man with Iron Man is awesome, especially... Every, anyone that's seen the, you know, Infinity War and Endgame and the Spider-Man movies is going to agree with you. That's a very good pairing. Spider-Man's a keeper. He's a keeper pick because he's young. He hasn't fully developed yet. Scarlet Witch, that's a keeper pick. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going with Captain America. Okay. You better hope his uh, leader mentality doesn't mess with the rest of your group. No, I don't think it will, though. Like, Doctor Strange is chill. Vision is a robot. Like I don't think anyone's going to be mad at Cap for taking over. I got Cap with my third overall pick. That's pretty sweet. Go away, Brian. Go away. Also, I just want to clarify, we're talking about Chris Evans' Captain America, not the Captain America in this new show. And if you watch the new show, you'll know why. Okay, ready? Yep, tier four. Tier four. Black Widow. Hawkeye, we're in another situation. Falcon or War Machine? That's going to come down to Hawkeye or Black Widow for me. Um, I got to think here. I am going to go with Hawkeye. I don't think anyone in this tier offers too much to the overall battle but his precision with arrows from a distance could be useful i feel so yeah i'm going to hawkeye i'm going to go with black widow which is gonna cause a little bit of a rift in our teams i think because you took hawkeye but i feel like hawkeye is gonna go soft for black widow he loves her no they they were opposite sides in civil war that's the thing. Like Captain America and Iron Man were opposite sides in Civil War. Wanda and Vision were opposite sides in Civil War. Hawkeye and Black Widow were opposite sides in Civil War. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they have any problem fighting against each other. I thought an interesting pick, because you're building a really cohesive team, I, f- I felt. Um, War Machine. War Machine and Iron Man would have worked together pretty well. I knew you were going to say that. But then I'm building my whole team based around one person. And I just can't do that. I need different powers. I feel like Iron Man 
and War Machine have very similar abilities, I need different abilities on my team. Otherwise, it's not going to work. All right. So we have two tiers left. Uh, teams sit out right now. Kelsey has Scarlet Witch, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Black Widow. Brian has Doctor Strange, Vision, Captain America, and Hawkeye. And at this point, we're going to start bringing in um, some of the Guardians of the Galaxy characters. We just personally felt like they're not knockout superheroes. You know what I mean? Mm. Sorry if that's mean to anybody that is a huge fan of them, but. Okay. Tier 5. Ant-Man, Gamora, Nebula, and the Wasp. And I go first. I'm going to go with Ant-Man. Easy pick for me. You've never even watched a movie with me. But I've seen the Avengers, which he is in. Little bit of a dorky guy. Maybe he'll bring a little bit of humor to the situation. What you didn't understand about Ant-Man is that he also gets giant man abilities, and that is a game changer in Tier 5. I did not even think... You're going to have to read the list to me again. I did not think you were going to pick Ant-Man. You won't watch the movie. Which, by the way, I thought the Ant-Man movies were going to be corny. Nope. Good. Who else is in the tier? Here's who's left. Gamora, Nebula, and the Wasp. Oh, man. This is... We had fun making these tiers. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp are uh, partners in his storyline. And then Gamora and Nebula are sisters in their storyline. And we felt like they were all on, like, a similar tier in terms of, you know, abilities. Um... I don't really I'm just going to I'm just going to cancel you out on this one cuz I really wanted that man. I'm going to go with the wasp playing a little defense again. Man, that one triggers me a little bit. All right, final tier. Get over it, pumpkin. Tier 6. Rocket Raccoon, Groot, Drax, and Star-Lord. <laughs> <sighs> And we are not counting Star-Lord as the half-god version of Star-Lord. This is just Chris Pratt with a gun. Star-Lord. Mm. <laughs> this is a terrible tier. <laughs> I can't... Uh... It's not great. <laughs> it's not Groot. Ah, clever. I am going to go with Star-Lord still. I don't really like Drax's character. Groot and Rocket are there more for like um, comedic relief. But you told me, and you gave away valuable information, that when Groot is full grown, he's actually very strong. So I'm going to go with Groot. Yeah, he is. Are we drafting Baby Groot or real or Big Groot? Well, I didn't write Baby before his name, so 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd still go with Star-Lord. Looks like I get a full-grown tree. I feel like when people vote on this, they're going to think of Baby Groot, so. And he's so cute if he is the baby. You know, everyone needs a cute little mascot. We have Kira. We had Kylie. Kylie and Kira. All right. Those are the teams for the Marvel side of the superhero draft. We're going to post these on our Facebook. But just just to wrap up, Kelsey's team is Scarlet Witch, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Black Widow, Ant-Man, and Groot. And Brian's team is Doctor Strange, Vision, Captain America, Hawkeye, Wasp, and Star-Lord. You guys have to let us know who you think, which team you think would beat the other team. And if you think you could build a better team from our leftovers, let us know. Post it in a comment. Message me. Tell me that my picks suck. Whatever you, whatever you want to do. Very curious. Be a troll. Be a troll if you'd like. Go ahead. All right. So you went first in Marvel. Does that mean I get to go first in DC? Yes, which, uh, oh, you're pretty happy about that, aren't you? Oh, yes. <laughs> Do I even need to list the tier? All right, so in Marvel, the tier one was all pretty even with Thor and Doctor Strange and whatnot, right? In DC, in my personal opinion, and I know that the comics or some TV shows try to balance this by making it not true, but I think that we can all, you know, we all kind of know that there is a one DC character a step above everyone else. But before I say it, Kelsey, go ahead and read the tier one. And let me just clearly say that that does not mean that just because you take one person that your team is unbeatable. Okay? Because as we all know, this person has died before. So, ha ha. DC Tier 1, Wonder Woman, Superman, Supergirl, and Martian Manhunter. So I'm really intrigued by Martian Manhunter. He gets teased a little bit in the new Justice League movie, and I don't think he was teased at all in the original. And if he, did, he, if he was, I missed it. And I think he's supposed to be, like, super powerful himself. but. There's no contest in this category, in my opinion. I feel like Superman is probably the strongest superhero of all time, and that is my first pick. I knew you were going to do it, so I actually already tried to come up with a backup plan, essentially, in my head. And I'm going to go with Martian Manhunter. I did more research on him. I'm aware of his abilities. He's very strong. His abilities are very on par with Superman's abilities and I don't know a lot about it so it may have been in a comic of some sort but I know that he's at least defeated Superman in some context in the past so that means that he has the ability to do it so I'm going to go with him that's the thing about these superhero lists is that at some point in some comic universe and some multiverse, like every superhero has different capabilities. Um, like there's worlds where Superman, I think, has blown up entire an entire world with his eyes. I don't think that that's really the Superman that we're ranking here, even though I think he's the number one pick. We're not like talking about 
galaxy destroyers or world destroyers. We're just talking about they're they're like their movie capabilities. And even though we haven't seen Martian Manhunter fight really, we can project what he would be in a movie. Yeah. And I feel like you have to take all of the multiples of that superhero and then take the average of them. You know what I mean? So he's not some weakling, but he's also not blowing up the world with his eyeballs. You know what I mean? So somewhere in the middle. Wonder Woman is fantastic. I think she's still a badass, but I just don't think that she's on tier with these other two. But she is in a way, but uh, she's also like a little bit below. Yep. So I agree. Like Wonder Woman is fantastic. I just think that she even concedes like, okay, there's one person that's way stronger than me. That's Superman. And then Supergirl, I think, was Marvel's way of being like, all right, we kind of made Superman too strong. We kind of need another Kryptonian to kind of match him in strength. So let's make a Supergirl. And don't get me wrong, she's a badass. And she's got a lot of the same abilities. I'm just going with who I need as like a leader too, in a way. And I feel like he's a really good leader. And by him, I mean my person, not yours. Sorry. All right, tier two. Shazam, Batman, Green Lantern, and Flash. So I did a little bit of research. Green Lantern can be invisible, which is pretty cool. Could come in handy. Just saying. Um, Batman's awesome and everything. And honestly, if you had asked me prior to watching Justice League, I probably would have chose Batman. <sighs> well, actually, I might still choose Batman. Ugh, it's so hard. You know what? I'm going to go with Batman. That Justice League scene in the end, ugh, he held his own. And that's saying, like, that's like the bare minimum of putting it, saying he held his own. Like, he crushed it at the end there. So I'm going to go with Batman. And I am going to go with a character from another movie you won't watch with me, and that is Shazam. That's BS because I watched that movie multiple times with my nieces on vacation. It's the only movie they watched the whole time we were there. Every time I went upstairs for breakfast, Shazam was on. And how much of it did you actually watch then? You can't watch anything with those girls. I also tried to watch Frozen with them. They don't stop talking ever. I wonder where they got it from. I don't even know Shazam's backstory. Like, I've seen the movie. I don't even... So Shazam in his movie has like, I don't want to say Superman powers because he doesn't have like the real sweet Superman powers, but he's that kind of character. Like he can fly, he's got super strength and stuff like that. I don't know. I think he's a good pick, but I don't, I don't mind Batman because Batman brings that intangible. Like you said, if someone on his team needs something, he's going to be able to provide it just like Iron Man was going to. Well, and if you get Batman, guess who else you get? Alfred? Yeah. Come on. They're a team. (laughs) They're a two-for-one special. All right, tier three? Tier three. 
Cyborg, Aquaman, Robin, and Batgirl. <laughs> I feel like you're going to take who I want. After seeing the Justice League movie, I am going to go with Cyborg. I think his ability to tap into any electronic anywhere is very it's a very nice role player to have on on my team i'm gonna go with aquaman and before you say anything brian and i had a conversation last night about if aquaman is out of the water or the water is not part of it does he serve a purpose and then all of a sudden five minutes later he's killing it i think it's because a, he's super strong, obviously. Like, I'm talking like Winter Soldier, Captain America level strong. Wouldn't you agree? B, he's got that little, like, pitchfork thing. <laughs> What's it called? A staff. A staff. And he seems to have the ability, and I know this because he's able to communicate with the animals and stuff. Like, he has an ability with waves, and he used that on land like the sound waves or whatever. I think him and Cyborg like were teaming up a lot during the battle and Cyborg did something and then like Aquaman was able to control the waves with it. So clearly he's able to use his ability on land with in other ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think that's a bad pick. His baseline is basically the Winter Soldier. You know, even out of the water, he is super strong, super his baseline is like the Winter Soldier. Even out of the water, he's still a super strong fighter. It just in the water, he's basically a god. He in in the water, and you can see this in the in the Aquaman movie. He can do some crazy stuff. Um, but I don't think he's a bad pick because on land he's still useful, and in the water he's kind of OP. Which me, OP in nerd talk is uh, overpowered. Mm-hmm. Uh, in video games, if you know, you get a gun that's too good, you say, oh, that gun's OP. Or if you get a character that's too strong, you say, oh, that character's OP. Well, in the water, Aquaman's OP. I just don't see the fight going to the water. I don't see I don't see the why it would. But he's still useful. But you don't know that. It could be like Mario Kart where you get to pick the track you want in the battle. We could end up in the middle of the ocean. But Cyborg... I guess Cyborg is the same way. If you're in the ocean, Cyborg is useless. I feel like most of these characters are useless in the water. Yeah, it really depends on the scenario that you're in, for sure. All right, now, tier four is our villains. We have Bane, Joker, Ra's al Ghul, did I say that right? And Lex Luthor, who does make an appearance in Justice League as well, by the way. Still played by the weird guy from Social Network. Bad choice, question mark. But makes an appearance nonetheless. I go first, right? Do you even know who Razagul is before you make your pick? I know what you've told me. He's like the leader yeah, he's of like other the... bad guys, right? He's the leader of the League of Shadows that trained Batman and trained Bane. 
he's not like super powerful himself, but he is still he's pretty powerful and he's he trains them. In the movie, he's the guy that's like at the training arena with them, right? Like the little like it looks like where monks would hang out, like in the mountains. Yes, that's Razagul. He's played by Liam Neeson in the movies. He's really big. Uh, so there's the Christopher Nolan trilogy, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. He's really prominent in the first, in the Batman Begins uh, movie. Yeah, but yes, that's that's who he is. So, I mean, I think he's a badass, obviously, but getting kind of up there, isn't he, in age? So he trained those guys, but did those guys then in turn become... The master? I'm going to go with Bane. I think he's obviously well-trained. I think that he's got a bone to pick, which makes him a little bit stronger as well. And he... Oh, wait, he didn't get out of that little well in the ground, did he? Everyone thought he did. That was the girl that got out, right? Thought so. I'm going to go with Bane, though. Now, here's what's interesting. There is only one character in that group that doesn't hate Batman, and that is Lex Luthor. The other three are all Batman villains, and you have Batman on your team. Stop it. In my world, that's not a thing. Whoever you draft is their friends. Except it was the thing in the Marvel draft. I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. He's strong. Maybe they're best friends now. You don't know. You don't know. But I'm in that same pickle now. I can't I can't draft Lex Luthor because he will not work with Superman. I mean, villains are assholes anyways. No matter what team you put a villain on, they're going to be a villain of a good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. Since you already have Batman, which of the other two villains do I think would cause more disarray on your team between Razagul and the Joker. I don't think that's very close. Give me the Joker. He will find a way to twist your team upside down. He's not as strong as Bane, but that's really not his character. Like he is going to be he's going to be like my defensive coordinator. I'm so mad about what you said cuz it's really right and I understand it's right. But I'm just going to get it out of my head. We're going to put them at opposite sides of the battlefield. They don't have to talk to each other. They just both have to be awesome. No, because that's not fair to look at it this way, because every sweet villain in DC is basically a Batman villain. And when we were doing Marvel, there were no villains. So even if they don't get along, like, that's different than being a villain of a character. You know what I mean? Have fun with the Joker. Which one are you getting? Heath Ledger Joker, Cartoon Joker. Oh, do you want to play this game, Ben Affleck Batman? That's not the one I have. Okay, well then that's not the Joker I have. I have Heath Ledger Joker. Okay, and I have Christian Bale. Batman, thank you. The best Batman, if you ask me. Okay. Tier 5. The Riddler. Scarecrow. Penguin. Catwoman.
so I think with these villains, I'm going the route of like, yeah, who can disorient your team the most? You know, the Joker is going to play some mind games with you. But I do like the Scarecrow using his little pixie dust to give all your characters nightmares if he can. Um, I'm just not sure what the Penguin or Catwoman offer. Sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to influence your pick, but I'm gonna go with Scarecrow. I'm gonna go with Catwoman. First of all, she's a thief, so she's super stealth and really like quick at getting in and out, which obviously can be very useful. Um. And she's like a cat. You know what I mean? She's quick moving. So I think that she would be beneficial in other ways. Plus, it's always nice to have a woman on the team. Balance things out a little bit. And she works well with Batman. Yeah. And they call her kind of like an anti-hero. Like, so I don't feel like she's terribly bad to the point where she wouldn't be helpful for the team. Because a lot of times her heart's in the good place, kind of, in most of the comics, at least, comes across that way. Yeah, I think she helps your team as much as Scarecrow helps mine. Just in a completely different way. Yeah. All right, tier six. Deadshot, Killer Croc, Harley Quinn, or El Diablo? Now, once again, these are the four characters from Suicide Squad. So Deadshot is the character played by Will Smith who can shoot anything. Like, his aim is immaculate. He can, he's like a super, super, super good sharpshooter. Um, Killer Croc is like the alligator man that is good underwater. And he's good above land, too, but he's super good underwater. Um, El Diablo is the dude who can create flames from his hands. And Harley Quinn is um, the girl with the bats and, you know, like the clown makeup. Yeah. I just had to get that out because I don't think a lot of people have seen that movie. And I think everyone knows who Harley Quinn is. I mean, after all, it was uh, everyone's Halloween costume for about two or three years there. Not dissing on anyone. If I had the confidence, I'd pull it off too. Um, But I'm going to go with Deadshot. I mean, I think that's the obvious choice. I'm starting to sound like you, Brian. I just think... He adds an element. I mean, a lot of these people can't be taken out by a bullet, but to the ones who can, he's their kryptonite. And that leaves me with who I was thinking of anyways, which is El Diablo. At the end of Suicide Squad, he morphs into something ridiculously strong that can like go face to face with who's the villain they're fighting. Um, um, the Enchantress. Yeah. He's basically her level of strength by the end of the movie. But even if you don't consider that, if you just take like his base form, the way that he could manipulate fire was pretty sweet. And I think it rounds up the team pretty well. However, you bring yourself back to the Hulk debate. You know, the Hulk was so driven by his emotions. Like sometimes he was so uncontrollable. And then other times he was so controlled because he was so emotional about not wanting to hurt anybody. And he knew that he became uncontrollable when he turned into the Hulk. So he was hesitant. 
same kind of thing with El Diablo because he like killed his family, I think. He accidentally set that fire and killed his family. And so he is very like held back throughout that movie of not wanting to use his abilities. So you might have a detriment there. All right. So now to round out our DC teams, Kelsey has Martian Manhunter, Batman, Aquaman, Bane, Catwoman, and Deadshot. And I have Superman, Shazam, Cyborg, Joker, Scarecrow, and El Diablo. I kind of, I like your team. I, you might have drafted this better. But I still have Superman, which is kind of a, we said it, it can't be an ace in the hole, but he's a pretty sweet first round pick. I mean, I think your team is pretty good too. I'm not here to insult you. All right, just real quick. You can only spend te- 10 seconds on this answer. Your Marvel team versus your DC team, who wins? In a street fight, not water fight. That's a really good question. I think I'm going to say that my Marvel team would win. This is kind of cool to look at. I'm just going to go tit for tat here. You have Scarlet Witch versus Martian uh. Manhunter. Which what you said about Martian Manhunter probably puts them on similar tier. You have Iron Man versus Batman, which is flip a coin, right? Iron Man is kind of like the Batman of Marvel, if you think about it. Rich and developing gadgets that help him defeat people. And then you have Spider-Man versus Aquaman. Pretty fair, right? Yep. Black Widow versus Bane. That probably goes to Bane, obviously, right? I mean, I feel like it has to. She is a Russian spy. A trained yeah. assassin, if you will. But Bane could take Batman one on one. And Batman we put a tier ahead of well. Now you're making me question my choice and I kinda wanna go with my DC team. You have Ant Man versus Catwoman. And you have Groot <laughs> versus Deadshot. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. I honestly can't give you an answer. I can't give you an answer. Could you answer that question? Well, let's do it. Let's look at mine. I mean, you have Superman versus Doctor Strange, which, depending on how you look at it, either one could have a case. I would probably lean towards Superman. But then after that, you have Shazam versus Vision. You have Captain America versus Cyborg. Joker versus Hawkeye. Scarecrow versus the Wasp, and El Diablo versus Star Lord. Like that's a very fair fight too. Except for that last tier, El Diablo would totally take. Um, Star Lord. I just think we did a really good job listing these tiers. If these teams are that even, even against our own picks. Yeah, I feel like hostility in the team. I know we were trying to take that part out, but having a villain on your team. Could make things more tricky on the DC side of things. But I do feel like they're so even. It's really hard to pick. Do you know which team you would pick? No. 
I can't I can't pick a winner here. You guys let us know on top of kind of what you would do differently or um what other characters you would have liked to seen included. Let us know also like how strong are our teams? Give us some feedback. I think we made some pretty awesome teams, but there could be some people out there that highly disagree. I know of a certain relative of mine who, if he listens to this, he's going to be a little upset. I'm sure we left out a lot of people that he wanted. Well, when we play fantasy sports, we always like to see like what the best undrafted team would be. So at the end of the year, you, all these players that were on waivers, free agents that were ended up being really good. So I'm, I want to see if anyone that's listening can build a undrafted team that they think is better than ours. Which is, they very well might. I mean, you have some heavy hitters that were left out. You For start sure. a team with, start a team with Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman. Like, why not? And I think you know, for me, my own ignorance when it comes to more of the other DC universe could be my downfall. I'm sure there's some really strong characters out there that weren't included. So, yeah, when you but when you look up a DC list, half the characters that they list, yeah, are are weird. Rockman, and I mean that's made up. But half the DC characters are people I've never heard of. You know, they're just comic characters, and there's just not enough DC movies out there like there is in Marvel. So we had a lot less to work with. As Zack Snyder makes some, I'd be down for some more DC movies. That was awesome. That was awesome. Should have came out with that one first. All right, guys, that's all for this week's episode. Um. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.